0: Hey guys, Nash here. Uh, I hope you've had a good uh, start to your week and that you're keeping safe during this time. Uh, This is part two of our interview with Scott Sauce. We hope you were inspired by part one. Scott, as you know, is a 23-year-old second-generation Kiwi with a background from Papua New Guinea. Uh, This man is an amazing young man who is doing a great level of work in his community as well as making an impact on his career at ANZ. We do hope that the second part is going to be something that does encourage you and inspire you in a way that it has inspired us. Uh, also, we do encourage you to continue to follow us uh, on social media as content does continue to come out. Do share around with the people in your world. Um, but in the meantime, this is part two of our interview with
1: Scott. All right. Um, so, Scott, we just wanted to also just get an idea on... Um, just with what the stuff you're talking about around reading and um, reading and getting motivation, how do you practically apply that to your life and to your schedule?
2: That's a, that's a really good question. And I think um, it's about figuring out how it works best for you. Um, For me, I know that I have different bits of time throughout the day where I can actively do these things. So I think for me, um, one of the, the first things I do is on my daily commute, um, to and from work. And I know like now you can't really commute anywhere <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of the current situation. So I think it's 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 about developing those habits first because then when things like this happen, you can easily adjust. So for me, it's about uh, certain times during the day. I know um, earlier I was talking about getting myself in the right frame of mind. So at the start of the day, it's very important for me, whether that's an audio book, listen to like a motivational speaker. And I think throughout the day, you'll be doing different things. Um, Depend on your own schedule. For me, it's work throughout the day. Um, sometimes I'll try read um, a lot of different articles while I'm at work, or especially at lunch. Um, so for me, it's very important to stay on top of what's happening um, with the news and business. I think it's been slightly easier for me because apart from um, it being an element of my role, but I'm naturally interested in a lot of those things. Um, it's been slightly easier, um, but I think. Um, It's also it's also about actively understanding what's important for you and why it's important. Um, So me, I know apart from just being interested in all this stuff around business and how the economy works and what's actually happening, I know the impact that will have and how it will affect me. So I think one of the books I've been reading, Principles by Ray Dalio, um, it talks about the order of consequences, and I think this is a really cool thing to um, share with some of our listeners is um, the order of consequences. So the first order of consequence is like, for example, like if I eat KFC all day, it tastes good, man. So I'm going to eat KFC because <laughs> it tastes good, right? Yeah. The second order of consequences is like, it's going to really impact my fitness level and my health because, you know, I'm not going to like be really healthy. It's going to impact my fitness level. And the third order is like, maybe I won't look as fit and as well as I as I should be or as I can be. Um, so I think understanding the impact on how things will affect you is very important. And I think sometimes those first order of consequences aren't the right ones to focus on. For example, if I was like, um, I'm going to read this thing. Um, it's, it's, it's super boring, but it's just my job to do it. So I'm just going to read it. Um, and ignoring the second and third order of consequences. So the second would be like, this is going to give me a really cool insight into this specific thing. And thirdly, this understanding is going to impact the way I run this project because of this insight, I'm able to extrapolate this kind of value. Um, So I think it's, it's all about understanding how it will impact you and seeking out those different things. And I think for me, um, in terms of how to practically seek out all of these different things is, um, allocate your day. So within my day, I have my, my work calendar and I just, um, I, I block in different periods of time that I need to do different things. Well, so that's that's work. I know I have to go to a meeting at this time. And even though like later throughout the day, I'll book in some time and I'll, I'll make sure I like get my either 10 pages minimal of reading done at the end of the day. Um, I think part of it's like figuring out what you're interested in as well and how to make things fun for you because I know especially when you're trying to start a new habit, it can be hard to like maintain it or keep going. Even if you start doing, you're like, ah, man, I, I don't want to do this. Um, but like one of the really cool YouTubers I watch, um, this guy called Matt Devella, he has a thing where he applies the two-day rule, meaning if you're trying to consistently build that habit, don't go more than two days without doing it. Um, right. So for me, if that was like, if I was, if I was trying to get fit, that would mean, like, I make sure that I I try to consistently run every day. But if I don't, I can't go, like, past two days without running. That's that's impossible. I'm going to have to do it. Um, so I think, for me, it's about just keeping yourself accountable as well, understanding the why and how it will impact you. I think those are, like, have been, like, the key cornerstones for me.
3: Um, yeah, having that type of attitude of awesome. doing those things throughout the day. Right. Very good.
1: Gary, yeah. um, oh, go brother. Sorry, you Ganesh. Uh I was just gonna talk about as well. Um thank you for sharing that. That's that's fantastic. Um something I was really keen for you to just talk about was um I'd seen uh when we were when doing a bit of research, uh you you had uh been a panelist at a, a recent event at Auckland Uni. Um yeah. just uh, uh encouraging the Maori and Pacific students there um tell us more about that and uh what you uh what advice you would given um what was the vision behind that uh particular event um and what can you advise the people listening as well from what also awesome. um, from the stuff that you were speaking about there
2: great question Nash. um so I, I think a lot of the stuff i do as well is i i do my best to give back or to help other people um understand the different paths. can take or understand the different things that helped me along the way that might be beneficial to them. Um, So being from Papua New Guinea I'm really passionate about helping out other people from the Pacific or people from a Maori background or just I think immigrants in general or I think I'm just really passionate about helping other people. Um, So, I think um, going to that event it was mainly to talk about my experience um, as a graduate and how I became a graduate and I think most importantly the different steps I I took in my journey that enabled me to be in a position where I am today. Um, so I think a lot of the stuff I shared with them was um, having a clear plan. Um, and sometimes I know things don't um, all the time go um, to plan. Um, but the way I think of it is, you you always want to have like an end goal or a destination in mind because it comes back to um, there's an, a really cool analogy about like a, a ship without a rudder. It's just just floating around it doesn't know where it's going it you know what i mean it's just there but if you have like a destination that you want to go suddenly your ship has a rudder and you're you're moving along you're tracking along the right way even though you 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 might not specifically know you have to go left right you know that the where roughly you're headed so you kind of track along um so for me it's when I spoke to when I speak to a lot of people, I tell them understanding where you're trying to get to and kind of working your way back and unfolding that and unpacking that. What does that look like? So right. an example I use on my journey was like, if I Scott, um, in hindsight wanted to work in banking and like I sometimes I didn't realize it until like only when you connect the dots looking back and like you did things unconsciously and like you consciously look back now and then you're like that actually made sense. Um, yeah. So I think. Uh, basically, I tell them, like, yeah, figure out your goal, where you want to get to. Um, and because it's university students, it's probably like a specific role they want or a specific company they want to get into. Um, so I think a lot of the time, and I think you can take this example and apply it to different things. But an example I used for them was my own journey. Um, so I said, if I wanted to get into one of the really um, the biggest banks, what would I do? Um, firstly, I have to go to university. Um, and what are the different steps I have to take? Um, and I think the first one for me, it started with like ensuring I really understand um, the content or the knowledge and what's being kind of like taught um, and building that really strong foundation. Um, obviously getting good grades is a part of that as well, and then understanding what's the next step. So, I'll be like, okay, so Scott, I'm going to, Scott's going to have to get good grades. He's going to have to work really hard, um, at university, but I know if it's a competitive landscape out there, uh, what if everyone else works hard and what if everyone else has good grades? And I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I can do? Um, okay. That means I have to do internships or I have to get experience or I have to learn how to practically do these things. Um, so I did, um, this, this specific, um, year-long project where I worked as a business analyst for a company called United Steel working on a project on behalf of the university so that was my bit of understanding that Scott needs really practical relevant experience yes, to get to the scale. Um and then the next thing was like okay cool I've got my grades uh, I'm getting my experience down um, what else do I need to do I need to build my social skills I need to learn how to network I need to be confident in speaking to people I need to learn how to clearly articulate my points across and a lot of that stuff came from like the stuff I do not specifically uni where that's like reading a book and all these other things I do and naturally it sort of built that and I think a lot of the time like when I come coming back to like public speaking and um connecting with people at different events. Like I wasn't just naturally like when I, when I first came to New Zealand, like I had to do all of those things. So like, I think for me, that really enabled me to like kind of naturally gel into these different things. Um, But I think it all started with the plan. So I had my grades, I had my experience. um, I learned how to gel well with people. um, And then I thought I'd have to network. I need to meet different people, that kind of thing. And when you set yourself up um, like that, um, and then talking to different people. So I would go talk to people that are, have roles in financial services. What is it like? Or what does it look like day-to-day? Because I used to watch suits as well, yeah? So I was yeah. like, is this, is this what it's like? Am I going to be like a corporate <laughs> banker? Am I going to be doing all these things? So you have all these ideas in your head, right? Um, but I think that's why it's really important to seek out other people's perspectives. Watch a video yeah. on YouTube. What does a day in the life of a banker look like? There's videos out there. What does a day in the life of this look like? Um, and then understanding all of that um, and then, like, I'd get really detailed, man. Like, for example, when I when I was getting, uh, I think, interviewed for the current role I have now, like, I would go to the point where I do. They had these thing things called, um, I think, symmetric testing. So, like, the you have to do all those little tests on the comp- the math tests and yep. all these weird shape tests yep. and all of that kind of stuff. Like it was weird because I did math at uni, but I was I was terrible <laughs> I was terrible at those tests, man. Like <laughs> I'd, I'd be like I'd be like, how can I be doing all this in this one little cushion? I don't know. Um, so for me. Um, understanding that and I think being realistic I was like yo I have to go back to the drawing board if I don't understand this how can I understand it so I do all these practice tests I'd pay for like these things where I'll learn how to do it pay for more practice tests and do that um and then I'd like once I master that I'm like okay I've lined up all these things that's setting me to this goal right and then so I did all those testing and I was like okay the next thing that I can do all of this and I can get to this stage um my interview how is that gonna go and I knew like I would have to pick, like, they ask you all these different questions, behavioral questions, really. Um, So that that, ask, that put you in a situation of, like, okay, in this situation, how would you react? So for me, like, I would have all my examples already ready I to the point where I videoed myself having an interview. Like, I just set my camera up there, and i would ask myself a question, and I'll film myself answering it. Like, I'd,
3: I'd get so down amazing. to that level
2: of detail. Um, And then I think once I did all of that, and then once I – um went to the interview and i got the role um and it's not for me to come off as arrogant but i wasn't surprised like when they said t- t- after that the hiring manager Raymond was like scott we don't need to see anyone we made our decision we want you for the role um and i think it's because i've been diligent in my preparation like i was very detailed and i like i put in a lot of work in the preparation so i think if you if you're very clear and if you're very planned and if you if you're really determined if you're really focused and you work hard at it um uh, like you can make stuff really, really happen. And like, like I've done a few things in my life where I've like seen that. And I think that's something I like hold very dearly in the in preparation and setting yourself up for success, seeing that goal, unpacking it and then diligently working your way through the process, not cutting corners, not, I have to meet, meet this person. He's going to give me the role. It's just being very diligent. And I think that's one thing um, I think is really important. People who are really diligent, like, they instantly win my favor, because I think coming from where I come from, moving to New Zealand, then I have no connections, I don't know anyone in financial services, I don't know nobody, so I'm gonna have to build this from scratch, so for me, it's about planning that out, being diligent, figuring it all out, and then, like, once I get to the end goal, I think you're definitely, like, real happy with yourself, and I think it's, it's, like, personal fulfillment, so I think, for me, like, I think, I, I really enjoy those moments as well, so I think, yeah, sorry, I forgot the question. I went on like a tangent, but like I hope, no, yeah, hope that's totally right. yeah, yeah.
1: great <laughs> points, fantastic points, man. It was just around that um, particular event, but I think you've really answered it with what yeah. you were saying and how you shared that. Um, just another question as well. Um, one more question. Just another question, just around um a big, big topic at the well at the moment, where uh, you know, you're talking from my background with the Zimbabwean background, um you know, there's, uh, and from an African background in general, there's this um, concept around uh, ethnic ethnic groups and, um, you know, certain uh, ethnic groups not receiving um, the same maybe sort of favor that uh, another ethnic group would receive. Um, for me personally, I consider that to be false because uh, I have not gone through that in my career. Uh, friends of mine who are the same nationality haven't gone through that. Um, different nationalities haven't gone through that as well. But unfortunately, it still continues to be an issue uh, within most of our society. I I can't say all of it because that's not true. Mm. Um, What advice can you give to listeners, uh, especially those of maybe a minority ethnic background, um, just around ensuring uh, and just continuing to raise awareness in their heart uh, as well that it's not about... Your race or it's not about your ethnic group or your religion or whatever it's about your attitude and your, like the diligence that you were just talking about as well so um, what advice man. would you give to listeners yeah
2: that i think that's that's such a good question and i i'd say like my opinion on that whole topic is like i think in the past that may have been an issue but i honestly based on my own personal experience and i think um where the world is now that's not a very much of like a a big issue just because like you see a lot of the people that are diligent that are working hard um earn their right and earn their spot so i think for me like i've always had that um and i talked about the the henry ford quote before and i think sometimes people can really limit themselves when they have all these barriers or they yeah. I, I don't want to say make up barriers because i know for maybe some people in some specific instances something may have occurred with, that limited them but i think if you have that overall mindset that there's all these barriers or I'm a victim of my circumstance or, you know, that kind of negative outlook, I think you're only going to hinder what you can achieve. So I think for me, that's why having the right mindset and having the right belief in yourself is the most important thing and is really pivotal for you to really grasp onto in the first place. Um, so in the sense that like, um, there, there might be these things where sometimes you're a minority and you might not get the the same opportunities. I think people need to realize that, um, like, you can't really control where you're born, or you can't control yeah. like, you know, you, you're you where you're born, your upbringing, and all of that kind of stuff. Like, there's there's no point of me trying to be like, oh my god, like, why was I born in America? Like, how is that gonna help me in any way? Like, that's that's not gonna really like do much if I have that kind of outlook. Um, so I think it's it's understanding what's in your control and I talked about it earlier um, Owning your own outcomes and making sure that you're accountable for the outcome that you're seeking Um, so I think like I can share my own um, personal story like when I came into um, the bank I think naturally and we talked about winning favor earlier that's all attitude and the mindset, man. It's not because, like, how I look or how I dress or um, yeah. because, like, who my, my my dad is or that kind of thing. It's just who you naturally are. You come across as, like, a genuine person. Awesome, like, man. You're, you're diligent and you, you have the right mindset and you're really keen to learn. You have the right attitude. You're doing all of these things. Um, you honestly win favor. And I can say, like... I can't speak for, obviously, every organization in New Zealand or in the world, but I know in a lot of corporate organizations or large organizations, or I think most organizations uh, in this day and age, if you come in with that right attitude, like, you can win favor. And I think for me, reflecting back on my own journey, like when I came into ANZ, I had all these different attitudes. And coming in as a graduate, you look up to different people in the organization, you look up to, like, people that head departments, people that are general managers, people, and then, like, to the highest level executives, like a managing director or, like, a CEO. And you're like, wow, like, you see, for me, like, I think part of having that attitude is, like, who you look up to or who you aspire to be like. Um, So, for me, I'm like, I want to be like this person. And, like, for me, there's not a thought in my mind that tells me I can't be like that person. I I, I can, like, I can, I can. Like, that's how what I tell myself. And I think I've been blessed to have, like, a family that always, like, from a young age, you can, you can, you can. So I think that's kind of stuck with me as well. Um, So going back to the story, like, yeah, you look up to, like, a lot of these these different people within the organization, and you're like, wow, I want to be like this person, or this person um, does really well at this, this, and this. I want to do that. And I think having the mindset where you can and you figure out, okay, that's a goal. And you kind of, you, you plot it out. Like I said before, work your way back on how you can do that. um, Then, and start diligently working towards that. You, you can do it. And the bit about like uh, people not receiving favor just because you're a minority. I don't think that's true because, and I don't want to be anecdotal and use my own story, but I think there's, there's a lot of data and there's a lot of people out there that, kind of prove yeah. that point wrong. And I think for me personally um in New Zealand coming in um, as a minority or as an immigrant and then coming into my workplace I've managed to build a lot of really cool relationships or win a lot of favor through my mindset and my attitude um and I think it goes to show like my my mentor now um is the managing director of ANZ who's like uh, who manages all the retail and business banking wow. space of the bank so all of like the interest rates all the stuff you see in the news like that guy Takes the time to mentor me, plan my career out, give me advice. And it's not because I'm a wizard at like math or because I am the smartest or just like a boy genius. It comes down to my attitude, my diligence, perseverance, the way you communicate with people, um, like just your, your overall energy and your vibe and your outlook, right? And I think all those things make people favor you, want to invest time in you. So I think yeah. for me, being someone like coming into an organization and someone at the highest level you can reach in the organization and executives taking you under his wing and he's telling you all these things he's helping you be a better person and grow for me like it shows me that there is no barrier it's only what you place in your mind and like you can get to where you want to go if you're diligent and if you work towards it um so i think a part of part part of it's because of my own personal experiences that shaped my mindset but honestly i think you're only hindering yourself if you're placing all these barriers. You're just gonna be positive, and you're just gonna power through it. Right,
3: and that's it, man. awesome, Scott. So. Honestly, man, the your story is inspiring. Yeah, just hearing you know where you've come from, your attitude, your mindset. I think there's just so much we can learn from from you, and from you know sharing some of the stories and some of the things that you've developed during your career, man. We just want to say a massive thank you you for being on Hezekiah Mindset and and just being part of this community. I know that your story will inspire um, many people. Um, It surely has inspired me um, just hearing, you know, your background from PNG to now and just, you know, the way that you hold your personal development and the attitude. It's something that Nash and I talk about where you try and work on and yeah, we just want to thank you and encourage you. And I guess we're going to watch you and excited for the adventure that you're going to go on as you inspire the people around you and, and really learn and develop yourself as well.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for, um, having me on here and allowing me to use this platform to share my story and to encourage other people as well. Um, it's, it's been really, really cool. I definitely respect the the work both of you are doing. Um, and I think to any of the listeners as well, like if you do have a question or anything like that, feel free to, um, reach me out. Um, LinkedIn at Scott source. Um, have you any questions or anything like that? I'm always up for a chat, um, especially in these times, there's not much to do. So I'm always looking for a conversation.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thank awesome. you. Thank you so much, man. It's been, it's been awesome. Um, um, completely 100% agree with what Greg said. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to just, just once again, just let us know on LinkedIn where uh, people can find you if they've got questions and stuff cool
2: um so you can find me um on linkedin so scott sauce s-c-o-t-t space s-a-u-s-e um so flick me a mail on linkedin um always usually always on there reading stuff or posting stuff so um, if you have a question or if you just want to chat i'm always happy to help so yeah flick me a message
3: hey thanks again scott and i hope you look after yourself and i'm sure we'll be in touch again i'm sure i pass across
2: no worries. Feel free to reach out anytime, guys. Thanks again for having me. And you guys have an awesome Easter.
3: Thanks, man. You too, man. Take care. Enjoy. Thank you. Hope you get arrested. All
2: right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. See ya. See ya.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the second part. We do hope that you were really inspired as we were. Uh, once again, I do encourage you to continue to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on YouTube. We've got a lot of content coming out over the next few weeks. We can't wait to share it with you. Have a good day. Have a great start to your week and God bless.